And three, two, one, she's back in the room. Hello. I'm back. <laughs> Hello. Right. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to a another No Man's podcast with retro movies and game reviews and future classics. Again, we are joined by this lovely lady. I can't tell you which side she's on. She's on here. We've got Chloe with us from a live studio audience. How are you, darling? I'm not too bad. It's been it's been warm, hasn't it? It's been glorious. Uh, uh, standing in a, in a queue in Comic Con just with the sun beating down for what felt like 30 hours and then I wondered why I had a headache the next day yeah but we can't complain we can't complain about sunlight and and stuff actually being nice I don't know you gotta feel bad for the people in cosplay that stuff's heavy (sighs) honestly I know we're gonna get straight into it but there's some of the dudes there I felt so sorry for them but they looked amazing someone turned up in a full Sully costume oh my god they must have been red hot I mean, he must have been seven foot tall. The head was like that sort of thickness. And he was just shuffling along. And they'd occasionally take the face off. And you'd just see someone, like, fanning him by the side. That's just something I couldn't do. I couldn't do the full big costume. I do cosplay. Yeah. uh, And I get red art in that. And it's just like a wig and stuff. So just in the wig, I get red art at Comic-Con. Even if, like, the weather's cold outside. Boiling. I've, I've seen some of your Comic-Con stuff. So. Um, guys, if you don't remember a live studio audience, go back four episodes. And, and uh, a live studio was with us then talking all about Red Dwarf. And she out-nerded me. This is the third time that we've done a podcast together, actually. And twice you've out-nerded me. <laughs> we might have to try and see if we can get a common ground here. Because, you know, there's got to be something I can beat you on. I, I'm sure there is something. I'm not sure. Oh, go on then. Give it a try. <sighs> don't know i don't know we did we did talk about some some nerdy stuff earlier we're like what do we talk about for this this afternoon's episode yeah. and we said we'd definitely talk about comic-con but then yeah we... and uh, favorite films favorite films and I, I think that was where my head was going because i'm thinking people could interact in the comments and they could tell us what their favorite film is and it might give me some content for next week but equally it's one of those things like you everybody has like their favorite film their guilty pleasure and yeah. that film that they're like oh yeah i watched it and i'm i feel really like high and important because i've seen it and i know you won't have but you'll have to tell everyone about it oh yeah i had a friend like that in <laughs> i don't feel like i'm like that until i get to it because my normal one you know it it's back to the future i adore Absolutely. it everything about it and and from comic-con on the weekend the, the podcast won't be able to see it but i've been given a delorean I've been given a DeLorean blueprint, and it's very carefully got a flux capacitor. It's got a flux capacitor in the centre of it as well. That's amazing. Did you know that John DeLorean actually sent Robert Zemeckis a a thank you letter for using the DeLorean because it actually helped the sales go up? Well, I don't don't know if you know, but the reason they they take the mickey about um, made out of uh, ping pong parts and, you know, its alloy shell makes perfect sense because it's, yeah, cheap. Basically, <clears throat> there was there were sort of words at the time that he was a bit of a scam artist, and it, he basically I think needed to make a hundred of these cars to be able to get the backing and then run off with the money. That was roughly it. So he made it as cheaply as he could. Um, I think there was something to do with racing. Yeah, but this week they have just announced the new DeLorean, 
Have you seen really? it? Have you not seen? Ah, oh, it's well. I'm so pleased we've done it. It's red. That's the only thing. Mm. Red Delorean. Mm. Red Delorean. Um, it looks beautiful. They've done the suicide door. That the Delorean wing doors. That's awesome. Yeah. And Michael they... J. Fox kept hitting his head on. Yeah. That's... <laughs> but they've also put um like a flashing neon. You think like Cylons, but in blue, mm. and it goes up the door, and pulses. And then it runs through and goes out, out through a bit that almost looks like a flux capacitor at the back of the yeah. car. They've incorporated it into the brand new one. I'll send it to you later. It's a thing of oh, beauty. Wow. This one actually works then? I don't know. It might be made of plastic. But it, it, it looks... <laughs> what I saw it is the so new it DeLorean. The <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> but uh, yeah, oh, dream, dream car right there. Because... Like that was my movie, and I, I I've said to you before, if I ever had to do a mastermind, it would be on Back to the Future. I can't tell you like real world stuff, like how much did it gross and all that sort of boring stuff. I've never known. I know what I'm saying. No. I like film trivia. I don't care about how much it grows. I don't care how well it did at the time. Just love the film. Exactly. <laughs> well, exactly. Love the film. So, come you you like Back to the Future as well. I love Back to the Future. Love Back to the Future. What's your most random fact about Back to the Future? Um, Put you on the spot. Crispin Glover almost sued them. Um, Was this in because, for uh, number two? Yeah, because of Back to the Future Part Two, they didn't use Crispin Glover, but they tried using his likeness. You that, know, pasting it onto a different actor. That was uh, it. And so, to avoid any issues, since it still didn't look like Crispin Glover, it looked very uncanny valley-ish uh they had him upside down <laughs> oh of course they did yeah yeah of course and i think there was one scene that he says is still him and i think it's the one when he punches biff out and you see the arm do that and he's like that's the side of my head and i think that was the scene that he was still trying to push for it on you're like really desperate i mean eric stoltz if people don't know was mm. the original Marty McFly. They recorded like yeah. 80% of the film, apparently. And it's they all did, happened. yeah. Uh, they didn't end up filming the parking lot scene with him. I know that much. Um, because the actor who plays Biff, uh, he didn't get on with him on set. And because Eric Stoltz was very rough with him, he, he almost broke his collarbone. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. He was way too rough. Oh, and I he told didn't... him, he kept saying, you need to lighten it up a little bit. But he kept on going and he says, but it's all right, I'll get him back during the uh, parking lot bit. I'll actually punch him in the stomach and <laughs> didn't get to it because Eric Stoltz was gone by then. Oh, wow. I mean, I'd st I, would still, I would still be interested to find it because it must be out there. It, it exists. Yeah. It's a thing. I'd be very I interested. But apparently he just he, he wasn't wasn't up for the part really he just well, wasn't apparently he, he'd always they, they wanted him from the beginning that was it and uh, he was in contract with family ties yeah so in the end they did get mark j fox but he was still working on family ties and he only got about what six hours sleep in that time so that's it <laughs> uh, and so this is my my little fandom the op opening scene in the car park um of twin pines mall or lone pines mall um, that's the first scene Marty McFly or, or um, Michael J. Fox ever actually recorded and that's his first take 
that that opening gambit of them doing everything that was the first scene and that's where they ran with and he'd come straight from family ties got there late at night went shoot done cool i'm off to bed and that was it <laughs> oh god he must have been absolutely knackered because his co-star on family ties was pregnant at the time I so wish... he had to pick up the slack there and do more scenes to make up for the fact that she was pregnant obviously her character wasn't pregnant so See, I, I was going to say, I'm showing my age that I know about Family Ties, but I've got like 20 years on you. 10 years? 10 years? We'll go 10 years. I don't feel too bad. Um, uh, I used to adore Family Ties, and it was literally that. If anybody hadn't watched it before, it was literally a family. Um, the dad is um, Bert in all the Tremors films. That was that was how I remember him since then. Oh, Bert. It's that is if leading on to guilty pleasures probably is is um is gonna be tremors because yeah. tremors got a bad rep for the time because they didn't know how to properly advertise they weren't like it was a comedy horror they didn't really know how to advertise it properly so people who were interested in horror they they weren't fussed about it because they're like well this isn't scary yeah they didn't have creature feature wasn't really like a terminology mm. but if you put it if you put tremors in with like lake placid maybe jaws to a degree you know that all makes sense and and you know um whatever the fluffy ball things were that came from out of space critters yeah critters yeah that... i was thinking langoliers for some reason <laughs> <laughs> um i was so proud of the video that we did last time together the the red dwarf video because oh, it. it's the sort of thing that you go god i wish i went viral with that something that like it's close to my heart with someone I genuinely have a rapport with. Um, and like, I'm really pleased with how the content came out with like the little bits of, we had Holly in there pausing the video and yeah. Oh, I know. I quite like start listening back. Uh, I know my audio quality is not amazing. I want to get a microphone if we do this again, the proper one. Well, look, we'll, if this becomes a thing, it might become a thing. You might be, yeah. it, you know, it might be no, no man's a live studio audience and Holly. It, it could happen. Um, I would I, I got a new webcam. So this is my £2,000 webcam, which I, is my like my photography one that was my business. But now we have... Um, I've got this camera oh. as well, which is £12. I was like... Um, That's so nice, isn't it? £12. It's not bad for £12. It's like a 1080p camera. I'm doing the highly technical test here. And it's not blurring or anything. Um... So, yeah. it's great for a podcast yes always good for a podcast again i was waving my hand yeah podcast some people will have seen the video <laughs> oh I, I should do a blatant plug the video yeah the, so the video oh, goes online on spot no sorry video goes online uh with spotify so when people watch spotify they got the choice of either doing the audio or watching the video um yeah, yeah. um but what's it gonna say Squirreled. Everything. I was gonna say everything about everything. All at once. It's all in your head. It's just about to come out. I don't know what it was. It'll come out in like twenty to thirty minutes, and I'll, I'll message you and let you know. I was gonna tell you uh, something really interesting. Oh, oh that was it. Talking. Oh god. God, that was it. While it's there, the plug um, was that it's now available on Apple, Spotify, and Amazon. So I've managed to get it through mm -hmm. to all of them. I'm waiting for Google to say yes. Um, but nice. we are currently ranked in movies and entertainment 215th in the world with hey. zero views. 
So I think I think that means there's either 215 or I did my SEO well and someone's just got to scroll down a little way. I was really excited. I was like, yes, zero views. I really like your face. Yes. Or there's not many people doing movies and gaming entertainment reviews, which I think there's quite a few. I, I imagine there's going to be a lot more than 200. There's a podcast that I like to listen to. They do films and stuff, but they focus more on horror films. Um, Who's that? I'm a bit of a horror fan. I, I th- I've always thought you were. Um, there was, yeah. was it the... Was it? A, have you got a xenomorph on the wall or something behind you? There was something like that I saw last time. Up there, this is this is quality entertainment for people listening. Yeah. Right up there, I've got a xenomorph head. Uh, I've got an alien versus predator uh, figurine, oh. which I haven't set up, but I need to. Uh, I've got a xenomorph tattoo on the top of my leg, and I've got a predator tattoo at the bottom of my leg. <laughs> as long as they never meet and fight, we'll be okay. Exactly. <laughs> so, do you count? Do you count those as horror films? Because to me, I still think sci-fi, but I wouldn't have watched yeah. them as a kid. I would say the um, the first Predator movie. I would say more as a action action horror sci-fi. Yeah. <laughs> merged in there. Because uh, the first half of the film is basically just an action film. Yeah. Especially with Ronald Schwarzenegger being involved. (laughs) Yeah, and the Alien films are absolutely insane. I bloody love them. I love them. No, no. I bloody love them as well. That's fine. Um, I always wanted to see... Oh, I've got a good fact for you on uh, Ripley. What's the one beginning with an R? Not Renaissance, it's Requiem? Aliens Requiem. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, the two things were, I bloody love that, and I, I really wanted to see the hybrid get to Earth, but it went out for the oh, window and you, yeah. with the eyes and the, ugh. Um, but do you, do you, does everybody remember the basketball scene where she throws the basketball over her shoulder? And oh, it, yeah. Yeah, and he, she's been doing the, the passing the ball back and forward around Hellboy. I've forgotten his, his name, the actor. Hellboy? It's Hellboy. Um... Whatever the actor's name is. Ron Perlman. Yes, him. Um, so she's been throwing the basketball around his head. Anyway, and she stands and she throws the basketball over, over her shoulder. Yep. She had rehearsed that for three months and she got it first take. So she got I know, it. It's got to feel good, on it? But did you hear what he did? No. She got first take and he stood there and went, Yes! And every, apparently the entire crew just went, no, because um, he's in the frame. He's standing in shot to the camera. And you, if you look at so it, does this amazing thing. It literally hits the net and is, before it's even fallen, they've cut the scene to a next. And it's because he goes, yeah, like instant. You gotta love him though. Oh, I thought it was awesome. He He was telling the story and he's like, I don't know if she could ever have done that again. Like she'd pr- practiced and practiced and practiced first time, all in, yeah, all in one one long cut. And uh, yeah, he, he's like, I've ruined it. He's like, I don't know how much this oh, shot's gonna. Felt, felt he's so proud of her, and uh, then he's like, I've ruined everything. <laughs> he's honestly put a big grin on my face. I forget how many good films I've seen him in, but I never think of him as like a leading man because Hellboy. Um, it's sort of yeah, where, where my. Or a priest in something, and I can't remember what it was, but I think that was a horror film. He did. I think he did. Yeah. I I I remember him obviously in um, Blade Two, Two, 
Yes. Mm. Or was it Trinity? Blade Trinity with the whole... I get uh, the blades mixed up. Yeah, the whole explosive in the back of the head yes. one. Oh, yeah. I think that was two, isn't it? Okay. I know Daryl Dixon's in uh, Blade 2. Mm, one of them, Yeah. One of them's got... Oh, my God, that could be too long. It, it It's the one with the hybrids. And yeah. um, and one of the Bross boys. That's number oh, two. I remember that. It's been so long since I've watched the Blade movies. It I, was one of my sister's favourites. That one. I I genuinely loved it. It was it, it's always been a good one. I I didn't know for years that that was a a Marvel franchise. I never realised because I'm I'm a geek <laughs> late to life. Like, I, it took me twenty thirty years to be able to accept that I am a geek. Um, because <laughs> my family's anti-geek, um, and so you know, it, it was like a negative you have thing. Just embrace it. I mean, I just, I I won't. I was going to show you the camera, but I think I have now. We've got the Among Us. We've got squirrels. We've got cameras. We've got drones. We've got all sorts of yeah, everything up above. You'll be able to see this on camera, but that is all Back to yeah. the Future stuff on the top shelf. Oh, I love that. We've got all the important stuff here now, so it's fun. <laughs> and my and of course my space nerd stuff because that's. That's always going to have a special place in my heart. <laughs> I believe Christopher Lloyd almost didn't do it. He almost didn't do Back to the Future. No. Why? I don't know, but apparently his wife convinced him to do it. So he did. <gasps> Could you imagine? It, w it wouldn't have yeah. been... I can't imagine anybody else playing it. I, I think I saw... I always get him, always get his name wrong. Well, you can do this. Not Calvin Klein. Kevin. Kevin Klein. Not Calvin Klein. Kevin Klein. I think he in something has recently done as a cameo as if he is Christopher Lloyd in that role. Or he performed it on stage. I'm sure I saw Kevin Klein dressed as Christopher uh, Lloyd. I, I don't know. Might, might, we'll go it's one of those Mandela effects thing because nobody else has ever heard of it. So, um, But actually Mandela effect. I had one whilst I was at Comic Con. Slight deviation here. Bloke, on. bloke walked past with a, an, uh, a big tall guy, walked past, long grey hair, scraggy beard. And uh, our friend Kaylee from the server, uh, Calamity yep. Kill, said, oh my God, I thought that was Billy Connolly for a second. And I grinned and I laughed in her face and I said, I doubt it, he's been dead for five years. What? He's not dead. No. No. No, everybody for the rest of the day. I was like, no, I remember his funeral. I remember there being uh, mourning in Scotland and e everybody. And they said, he's got dementia. I was like, maybe it was that. But maybe I, Ill. yeah, maybe that was it. And I love, I love Billy Connolly. Billy, get well. Um, but yeah, I, I think maybe he was Facebook dead. Maybe Facebook dead, which is very, very different. <laughs> It's a little bit different, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so I mortified her, and then I said to a Glaswegian Rach, who's uh, my, my granny ain't a thief on the server, and I said to her, I said, uh, "You're Scottish. Is Billy alive?" She went, "No." Instantly, phone up. Here he is. Here's here's his last tour. Here's his, I was okay. So yeah, Billy, if you want to do an interview someday, <laughs> I'd love to have you on, <laughs> just to confirm that you're you you're still with dead. us. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> um actually, oh actually that leads my my brain onto another thing um in interviewees i started following or a lady started following me on tiktok the other day called sarah o'connell yeah. not not sarah connor but sarah sarah o'connell 
still good, but it's not quite as cool. Um, <laughs> but she has a small following on, on um, TikTok and sort of maybe 5,000 followers on YouTube. And no. she, you know, to a, a nice mid to early level. I've got nothing like that. But she's just interviewed Keanu Reeves. Um, she's had, I think it was Seth Rogen on there. Um, oh my God. I, I, I was just binge watching with my mouth aghast, I think's the phrase. Uh, all these people that she's had on. I was like, how? Please tell me the magic. So I'm going to ask her all about it. I've now got her. Yeah. Yeah, the Sarah O'Connell show. There we go. I'm just going to quickly do a, a blatant plug here for her. Uh, so Greg Davies, amazing. So she's got and Alex Horn on there. Which, and Alex Horn, our taskmaster. Which is beautiful. Um, I, I, I'm going to have to recognise all the names. Um, Tom Felton. Tom Felton. I, I, thank you. You can clarify the names for me on who they were each time. Tony Robinson. Amazing. Oh, <laughs> exactly. There's, there's people I don't know, like Taj Jackson. One of the Jacksons? Um, I don't know. Oh, he's Not from he's from Free T. He's from Free T, which was the uh, the the Jackson band in the UK from the nephews. I remember that. I remember that from when I was a kid. Um, yeah, Keanu, Keanu Reeves and uh, Carrie Ann Moss, who was Trinity. Um, oh I'm just going to list off somebody else's achievements instead. Um, <laughs> Neil Morrissey. Dawn French was the one that stood out for me. But oh, she, I love Dawn French. But honestly, I, I'm I'm amazed. Uh, so she's getting sort of you know between five and ten thousand views. She should be this huge streamer because her content's yeah. lovely. The people she's got on are mega stars, and that um oh my god I can't remember his name. James Acaster was on there. The oh my I god. Like I love him. He he's basically my spirit animal. Um. Brilliant. <laughs> but <laughs> what was that? <laughs> that was my husband who was quoting Taskmaster the season James Caster was on. It's it's one of my favourite things ever when James uh when Greg Davies stands up to James Acaster and takes him to one side and he like holds him by the scruff of the neck. He's like, the puzzle box. <laughs> it's it's a proper it's one of those moments he's like, What do you think you're doing? Did you think you were being funny? And he puts on the, the school teacher voice, isn't put on. It just comes straight out immediately, and it, it's beautiful. Yeah, but he's ha she's had most of the the um, Taskmaster crew on there, so she's had um, Catherine Ryan on like five times, and I can't remember his gut. The guy's name did the great sewing bee wore the fur coat, and it's also a funny comedian. Sewing bee wore a fur coat. Oh, 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 Joe Lycett. Joe Lycett. Joe Lycett. Thank you. She's had Joe Lycett on five times as well. Thank you very much, Mr. A Live audience. Uh, <laughs> he's going to get a bit part in this. He, he, could, he could be the new Holly. Um, <laughs> yeah, Joe Lycett's been on there five times. And Joe come, came on and he said... Oh, I love being on your social, Sarah. You're so amazing. You're such a lovely human being. Um, and um, I, I need to make sure I stay on here one more than, um, Caf than Catherine Ryan. Yeah. Um, he's yeah. like, I can't ever fall behind. I'll keep it distracted for the next year and I'll be on in six months' time. And it was just lovely to see that, you know, in basically, I think in lockdown, somebody else's mm. 
managed, it's the sort of thing I've always wanted to do. Like you're, you're my celebrity at the moment. Oh. Um, and yeah, I want to, I want to be able to talk to people and get to know them. And I, I think it's one of the things that we all need a little yeah. bit of a platform. <laughs> oh, you should have done that. Comic Con, you should have interviewed people as you went along. I am an introverted extrovert. It's very weird. I think everyone was very surprised by me because, so, um, I I was very lucky in the fact that I was get the phrase right here. A, um, I'm going to get this right. A mental health uh, carer. That's not the word. That's supporter. I, I looked after looked after my mate, um, and I hope she's going to tell tell me off for using the word mental health supporter. That's not. She's got fibromyalgia, and she asked me to help her come through to to the to the front and support her along the way, which is great. It also meant I got to see everybody and get in every photo. Um, but my introvert got pushed to the back. My extrovert came to the front, and every single member of staff at Comic Con knew me by my real name. And was, I had about 20 of them wave goodbye to me at the end, say thank you, and oh, use my real wow. name. Um, I gave one of them chips. I was just walking down to the front of the photo booths and just like a human by the end of it. It was kind of cool. Everybody else had to queue for like four hours. I'd go, Hi, it's me again. Hi. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember I hated the queues. Uh, we missed out an opportunity. Do you, um, I don't suppose you watch Sea Dog VA on YouTube, he's a voice actor. I don't um, think I do. No, no, no. I will do. Sea Dog no, VA. Yeah. Um, he's a voice actor, but uh, we wanted to go and meet him. I drew a picture so he could sign it because he was doing free autographs on the last day. And, oh, we were stood in queue for about an hour and it didn't move at all. And three, two, one, she's back in the room. Hello. 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 Thank you for that. Yeah. I, I think I'm getting down to a stage where I can, like, speedily edit the the videos as well now that's always been the big biggest problem is because you sort of do this you go oh i love it can i put it all in oh, yeah. i need to work, work out, figure out what you can and can't put in. yeah yeah and then i need to learn how to like market G given what my job is I, I feel like i should be able to market the content better than i do but it's something i, I do a i put a little bit out on tiktok but yeah. like with the podcast, I've done virtually nothing other than there it is, and it, it's it, yeah, exactly. But I haven't really done the googling on how do you succeed on getting your podcast found, things like that. It might be hmm. throw money at it. It might be. I don't know. Um, I'm not at that stage. I'm doing this for fun, as like a bit of creativity, and me and you get to have a natter about life. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice because otherwise. Yeah, otherwise, sometimes I'm just sitting on my backside going. So, yeah, it's nice. It's nice. Um, somehow, I seem to skim over 99% of my Comic-Con with you, but I felt I had to tell you. The two important ones that I thought you would love was my was my Red Dwarf experience. So, um, I, I met Dan... The first person I met of the day was Danny John Jules. And I think I went in there with a slightly negative... <laughs> I might have a parcel being delivered. Bear with us, callers. <laughs> I'll start again. <laughs> All right. Oh, she stinks. Hello. Oh, dear. 
So while he's gone, you just stuck with me. And if you want to follow me on TikTok, I am live.studio.audience on TikTok. Not live studio audience. That was apparently taken. But also, you're probably already following No Man's Planet, which good for you. Subscribe on his live because he's brilliant. <laughs> and we love him. <laughs> and this is fun. <laughs> oh no, he's back. Oh my god, it's very annoying living in this house. So I live in a three-story house, which is lovely. A very narrow oh, no. house. Very narrow house. But by the time you get down there, you're like, it's gone. <laughs> every time. Every time. I swear he, like, I, I swear he, story. yeah, I swear he, like, rings the doorbell, throws the parcel, and, and walks off. So, yeah, we're okay. Is it my Hermes by any chance? Say again. Is it my Hermes delivering by any chance? It is exactly that. Yeah. It is. I, I'm getting a delivery from the TikTok shop. Oh. Yes. They keep on sending me free stuff, which is lovely. Um, but I said I will only review nice things. So, so far we've got coffee. We've got Jimmy's no. iced coffee, which has been cracking. Again, so, the bit I was going to say. Comic-Con. Comic-Con and Danny John Jules. Yeah. So, I went in there with a slightly negative outlook on Danny John Jules. Because yeah. I'd, I'd heard from people he's... Mm, arrogant i think was the word that i'd been given which i've heard mixed things yeah which i hate some the idea of that lovely. some people say he's not but obviously you get people on good days and you get people on bad days because it, it's just one of those isn't it i think that's it so I'd, I'd gone in there with a slightly negative feel i was like i love him because of, of red dwarf and i didn't even realize that he was and labyrinth and lab is in labyrinth yeah he's one of the fireys he worked with david bowie on the soundtrack oh my god of course he did so and I was gonna say Maid Marion, which me and Little Shop of Horrors. And Little Shop of Horrors, yes. Doo doop. Um, he's standing on the on. <laughs> I like if anybody couldn't see the video, we both shimmied at the same time, so that was fine. Um, <laughs> um but yeah, I I I did the queue thing with him, and um, we went to the front Kel with her sticks, and she she didn't want to have her sticks in the photo shoot, so she puts those down. And he's like, come on, you come here. It's going to be a shorter walk for you to come here. Put him around that side and shoved me around and got me in the photo. And he basically held her up. I was like, okay, Aww. okay. Like, you didn't need to do this. And there was a load of that for, for the weekend, actually, where people came out as being human beings as opposed to celebrities. And that was that was really refreshing. Um, yeah. I thought, it's nice to see how down to earth some people can be. Yeah, he just walked around... Dressed in, in camouflage, literally. Baseball cap and, like, it, it was the sort of thing you dress a toddler in. But you do you. Yes, <laughs> you do you, Danny. You do you. Um, but, you know, he then went round and he was just walking amongst the stalls like everybody else. It was so nice to see. Yeah. And um, he, he was, instead of charging for selfies, he had a pot um, and all of his money to just put it towards a charity. So I'll do the selfie, give me the money, put it towards a charity. And I was like, that's cracking. Well done. And and, and he wasn't the only one like that. They were all had different things. But um, yeah. he, he was nice. He also put out the entire day by an hour, by overrunning by an hour. Therefore, everybody for the rest of the day overran by an hour. <laughs> it was it was 
chaos. Um, so in he, and he, he sounds like Danny John Jules though. He's always running late. That's that's exactly what I got. Uh, and then um, Kristen Crook from Smallville. She I didn't see oh, her. Yeah. I, I, I probably a good thing I wouldn't because my jaw would have hit the floor. And um, but she also ran over by an hour. So yeah, got him. You okay? I have a child. child. Hello, child. Back to Comic-Con. Yes. Because I, I need to know all about your favourite Comic-Cons, but I know, obviously, you saw Chris Barry as well. Um, oh, yeah. I've met him a couple times. Uh, it, I've met him a few, actually. He's just um, such a nice guy. Genuinely such a lovely bloke. And uh, Robert Llewellyn as well, who uh, <sighs> tried to remember me, bless him. He tried. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because, I'm yeah, like you say, you would have seen him all multiple times by now. Um, yeah, I mentioned I've, you. I've met Craig Charles once by accident. That wasn't even at Comic Con. Oh right. Um, yeah, that was um, because I was a media student, so I was in Manchester. We were at the BBC, and um, he was outside of it. So, oh, hey, cracking. I almost didn't go up to him, and it was my. Debuted. Sorry. That's that all right. That's all right. So you went up to him in Manchester. So, yeah, and I almost didn't go up to him because my friend was with me at the time. And uh, he he said to me, he says, well, there's other people talking to him. Why don't you go and talk to him? I says, I don't want to disturb his day. It's not like he's been wanting a lot of people to come up to him. Yeah. And he goes, well, he doesn't seem to mind. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I walked up very timidly. I didn't talk to a lot of people at this point. I was a very shy, shy person. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I says, um, I'm sorry if I'm bothering you. You can tell me to go away. I just I'm uh, I'm a big fan of you in uh, Red Dwarf, and I watch you in Coronation Street. Yes, I watch Coronation Street. <laughs> Couldn't be perfect. Um, I says, uh, would it be okay if I get a picture with you? And he goes, he goes, yeah, of course. He says, what are you doing round here then? Uh, and I said, we've just been to see Countdown. And he goes, oh, are you a contestant? I went, I'm not that clever. <laughs> you could you or you could have done. Am I thinking countdown? I've got my got my shows mutter up. You could do a mastermind on Red Dwarf, and I think you could do pretty oh, well. Yeah, I, I think you could do great. Once of just mastermind questions like Red Dwarf style. <laughs> we we you know what we could do that one week. I'll just have like I mean I've got the I've already got the the dark leather chair. I can just be sitting here. That's fine. We could we could an in, interview on Red Dwarf. I we already did a a, a quiz show with you once. We did, yeah. And on, I think, the, on the platform that doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> I'd say you got 10 out of 10, but I think you then threw in some answers that we didn't know. So you got like 12 out of 10, if that was possible. <laughs> I think I missed one, though. Uh, there were one about Crichton. I got the wrong spangly suit. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it could have been the the Ferrari episode when he when he's having a midlife crisis. They asked which uh, which question uh, sorry which uh, spangly suit which colour has he not worn Ooh. and I couldn't remember but life of me what colour like... I, I remember there was a red and a gold and, yep. and the standard black and a silver yeah that's the thing that's the moment where I'm like is that me remembering him wearing a silver spangly suit or is that like just um, a false memory because. You remember him in the spangly suit. Yeah. <laughs> you just don't remember which colours. Oh my god, yeah. Okay, I probably would have got that wrong as well, even though we've already answered it for ourselves once already. And uh, yeah. 
Um, we should do that again. We should do. We should do. And I think, you know, as this progresses, I'm going to get the format changed up a little bit. Because um, I th quite like the style that we got for the recording. And I think yeah. if we put this out as, mate, you know, I'm trying to run the No Man's Planet YouTube channel as No Man's Planet. There's nothing to say that we couldn't do No Man's Planet podcast and put all of this out on the podcast separately with shorts and stuff like that and people would enjoy it. Yeah. Um, but I did think of doing four cameras of this and having a bunch of us all here together. Could oh, be that'd be amazing. I'd love yeah, it. Yeah, big group one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we, yeah, there's so many of us that have formed like this friendship and nerdship now. It's quite like a nerdship of the ring. You know, lovely people that have come into our lives and stuff through this community, people that I didn't know before. Um, and so that there's Bethy, Boo and Yummy Mummy. Um, I wish Yummy would... I wish her name wasn't Yummy Mummy because I feel always feel slightly dirty saying it. Oh, it's a Yummy Mummy. Um, but like I went to go and meet them in, both in Yorkshire and, and I loved it. And then when I turned up to Comic-Con, they leapt out of the car and, and they'd, come, they'd, they'd been picked up by Kaylee in uh, Birmingham and brought them to Comic-Con and they'd been telling me for the last month they couldn't make it, go get the child. Chris Barry, legend, had the hate on his forehead, did the whole thing. That was great. Sean Astin was lovely. I think I said to you before. I wish I could meet him. It was lovely. I wish I'd have more time with him. He's signed me a, 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 a... I don't know if I can get it from here. He signed me a lovely picture and it says, it's our time down here which is obviously the thing that we've had for our Discord because we are all the broken, we are the Goonies. So he signed it. And he signed it Mikey, which was beautiful. But Aww. but he leapt out of the queue and he went, I love you, I love you, but I'm being told I have to rush things through. So I do love you, but... And then the queue suddenly started moving. So that was lovely. Um, and we had the same with Nathan Fillion as well. Yes. We got to the front of the queue for the photography bit and he just suddenly jumped out like that far from us and just went I don't do hugs or kisses I think they're weird and jump back out again <laughs> and we don't know what had happened but we assume someone had just hugged or kissed him he... I would assume so some people can get too touchy feely last time I went to a comic con they did panels and like no you can't you can't go up and hug them uh, and you can't take up their entire time it's not fair on everyone else. It's not fair on them. They've got places to be as well. I think that was it. And I think something must have just happened. But he said it was such a massive smile on his face that I was like, you know what? All my internet emails are coming in at the same time while I'm talking to you. There we go. Close that. Um, yeah, he said it was such a massive smile on his face. Um, and oh, I can't talk to people about it yet. He, he's got an amazing cameo in something at the second that I can't tell people about. But you might know about the cameo. You might know about it. I might know about it. Okay. <laughs> Have you seen him in something very recently? I don't know. Oh, maybe not. Nathan Fillion. I haven't from... been to the cinema, so it's just something new. Oh, it's new. It's a, it's a new thing. Oh. Like new, new. Like just came out. Just came out and, and everybody cheered. Everybody cheered. There's Nathan Fillion from Firefly uh, in something. I'll tell you afterwards, I think. Yeah, I'll tell you afterwards. But uh, it, okay. was, it was a beautiful moment. And, and I whispered it to him. I've just seen Duh, and the crowd cheered. He said, really? I said, yeah, we would love to see you. Um, and I didn't admit to him. I just watched Firefly that week so that I... Oh. I'd never seen Firefly. I was like, if I'm going to the front of the queue and I'm getting a photo with this guy, I need to have watched the show. Um, I'm going to semi-wrap up what I was going to ask you. Who have been, who who was your 
your favourite person to ever see at a Comic Con that you that you were blown away by? Kevin Conroy. Kevin Conroy. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Batman. I uh, I almost didn't go up and talk to him. This seems to be a theme with me. I don't, I, I like I panic. Um, but my uh, my now husband uh, told me you have to. You've been going on about it nonstop. You've been talking about Kevin Conroy the entire time. It's been amazing. <laughs> Go and talk to him. So I did, and he was so sweet, and he had such a lovely voice. He was really polite, uh, and yeah, just altogether lovely bloke. It's so so sad because obviously now he's passed. Yeah, yeah. Genuinely so sweet. He uh, he did an autograph for me as well. <sighs> amazing. Um, he asked me who my favorite Batman was. I told him. I mean. It's obvious. <laughs> of course, it's Adam West. Uh, <laughs> that would have been great. That would have been great. His lasting memory of you, just outing him. <laughs> he goes, well, who's your second favourite then? I says, oh, I like Michael Keaton. And he goes, yeah, yeah, he's he's really good, really talented. I'm like, oh. <laughs> have, have you seen the clip before? I forget. Have you seen the clip for the new Flash movie? Michael Keaton, yes. he's back. Again. I, love, I love it. I saw it, some of his lines as well. Oh, I saw I saw them say um they were interviewing people in like the eighties about Michael Keaton being the new new Batman. And they're talking to people on the street, they're going, No, no, I don't know. Batman's meant to be like a really muscly guy. He doesn't have the voice for it. Oh, he doesn't have to see Oh, there's nothing about him that that says Bruce White and you're like, No, no, like to me he is the quintessential Batman, like from from the TV Batman. Yeah, Main... everyone says, "Oh, Val Kilmer's Batman and stuff like that." Val Kilmer didn't have that much of an impact on me. I, I can, did. Yeah, I can barely even remember the Val Kilmer one, apart from <laughs> someone sliding down a stairs and putting their foot between the door. That's about all I've got. Was was that the um, the Jim Carrey riddle me this, riddle me that? Was that? Oh, that was uh, oh. Batman Returns. Was that Clo was that Clooney? No, 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 no. Oh no, Clooney was um, Batman and Robin. He was nip nipples and Mister Freeze. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the Batman outfit with a. No, yeah, yeah. Uh, what ever happened to Robin after that? I don't think he ever did anything afterwards, did he? I think he was acted again since. Oh, I forgot. Who was he who played him now? Uh, I've got a shirt with his name on. What, what, who played who? I've got a shirt with his name on. So I've got a Batman and Robin poster on my shirt uh, upstairs. I got told off by a lecturer at college for that. He says, you shouldn't wear something like that. It's absurd. How bizarre. <laughs> why? He goes, it was a terrible, terrible film. Oh, well, there you go. That... <laughs> that's, that's a good lecturer. That's, that, I like that. That's good. If someone's got a bit of tongue in cheek about it, <laughs> I've, I've actually, um, bizarrely, I, I never. Chris gonna... O'Donnell. Chris O'Donnell. I knew he was. A, I knew he was another Chris. Well done, well done. Because one of us would have messaged the other one at two o'clock in the morning, if not. So. <laughs> um, I I weirdly looked up one of my old lecturers, school teachers the other day because he's um he's a published author, and he, he's written I think twenty thirty books, and he was writing them when I was at school, and he was my English teacher. And I, I started writing my little book and I was like, have you got any tips? He's like, well, number one, once you've got the outline done, 
send it to me and I'll critique it and I'll tell you where you're going wrong and what the publishers would like to see. I was like, cracking. That's exactly what I wanted. So, yeah, he was a very good teacher and he's, he's, he still lets me call, call him Mr. Tonkin. So he's happy with that. <laughs> Don't get spell check. Even Stephen King gets that wrong. Oh, I know. I know. Um, you mentioned Stephen King the other day, and I was going to tell you, have you heard of the Batman books? Of course. Oh, you have? I... Batman. Damn, damn it. I thought, never know. Richard might... Batman unfortunately passed in 1985. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> like, if people don't know Richard Batman is, is Stephen King, Stephen King is Richard Batman. Um, but... Yeah. They made a reference to that in Sons of Anarchy. He appeared in season six. Uh, it's like cameo, and his character was called Backman. Oh, was he? Oh, mate, I still haven't watched it all. I watched like the first season. I was like, I'll watch that. This with Mrs. No Man. She's gonna love this. And she's like, I don't think it's my thing. So, I'd still not watched it. I've still not watched it. But uh... I watched all of it. Uh, I watched it with my dad, and he he really enjoyed it. I don't know if he got to season six. But he would have absolutely loved that episode. <laughs> <laughs> because it, it, I remember the um, the one that was ripped off for the Hunger Games, uh, Running Man, Running Man. They did a book of run of Running Man with Richard back as the Richard Backman book, didn't they? Yeah. It was so uh, one much of my better. Favorite Stephen King books is a Backman book. Blaze, absolutely brilliant. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. I love kind of like of mice and men. If uh, they were bad people, and one of them was dead before it started. I had to, I had to tell an American about mice and men on the weekend. I was like, every everybody in the UK was made to read this for like it's been on the syllabus for about fifty years. She's like, no, yeah, I've never oh, heard of what it. What does Curly's wife represent? <laughs> The opening, the opening moment where you see her silhouette in the doorway. What does that mean? She's wearing red. What does that represent? Oh, and the glove full of Vaseline. Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah. It's a class full of 12-year-olds, and you have to explain why Curly wears a glove filled with Vaseline on his hand. And the, and the pretty doggy and, and now you look back if people haven't read this by the way go and read it because it's a lovely book and the film's equally beautiful but it yeah. makes me think of that that scene in walking dead when she takes the small child out and she's like look at the flowers and it's the, it's got to be from that um it's got to be but i i never realized those cartoons when you and i were kids when i was a kid and you weren't, didn't exist um they always had like a pinky and brain. They always had oh, the smart brain. one, and yeah, they always had the smart one and the yeah, the dumb the one. one. The small one. Yeah, and it was always what was it? George and Lenny. Lenny, yeah, and Lenny was always, and they they did it so many times in Tom and Jerry ones, and there were always like there was buskers and stuff like that, and it was always the same. I never realised until I was a grown up that it was the same characters that they always sort of portrayed. That was George and Lenny, but the puppies. I was explaining to Bambi, who who who's the American who came with us to Comic Con. Anyway, yeah, I I think I scarred her for life. So, um, I'm gonna wrap this up on such a <laughs> lovely moment because I just realised we're down to six minutes again. We've done an hour and oh a half. Oh my god, have we really been doing that that long? <laughs> you were out the room for twenty minutes with your child. Yeah. So that's running back and forth which is gonna come great on the podcast she'll be cracking we'll, we'll get her up to the podcast at some point um 
have you got anything you'd like to tell me about your channel? Because I've, I've shouted you out a little bit beforehand. I've said, I think of you as being a live studio audience, the Red Dwarf Guru, but you do a lot more than that. Um, are you on any yeah. other platforms? Tell us what's going on. Right now, I'm still just mainly on TikTok. I do have an Instagram account, which is more personal, I suppose, but uh, some people from TikTok have followed me on there. So that's uh, at HQ Harleen, which I set up when I was 14. So don't judge me on that. <laughs> <laughs> totally judging you. Totally judging you already. Yeah. Um, uh, it's audience on TikTok. We just reached 10,000 followers, uh, I think, last week. Woohoo! Yeah amazing amazing congratulations i hope you've got a celebratory trainees <laughs> oh i wish he gets nauseous <laughs> oh, okay we'll get you down this way we're going to we're going to sort you out for a chinese it's fine amazing oh that's that's a huge goal and i tell you what i found when mine hit 10k it just started going up 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 it's a weird thing people go oh that person's on 10k i should follow them it's a really weird... Yeah, because I'm like, I must be doing something right, so I'm going to follow it. So I got, uh, wait, I'm at 10,040 now. So it's still, like, gradually going up, which is rare, because usually, like, it goes down a couple, up a couple, down a couple, up a couple, and it stays in the same place for ages, and it gets a little bit... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I get, you go, yay, 10,999999. It does that for a couple of months. I, you get quite used to... It goes up and down, and then you're like, okay, it's got a, a solid bit. But I think as, member, as long as you remember to go live and actually hit live and uh, don't go live to just subscribers and so that people can, see, no. so people can watch you this time, that would be great. Um, I, I'm, I'm a sub of yours, aren't I? You <laughs> are, yeah. I am, yay. You are my second sub of all time. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> you're my only subscriber so far so that's good well after this we're going to wrap up guys please do go watch I, uh, I keep on calling you a live studio audience but it's live.studioaudience live.studioaudience because live studio audience was taken <laughs> exactly so go watch her go watch Chloe and the most important thing is go hit that subscribe button as well if you like her content oh bless you bless you bless me uh, until next time I'm going to sign off and uh, have a great week, hun. See you soon. Bye. Cheers.